It is uh, a wonderful day to be here. Good morning to all of you. Um, this morning, uh, I want to talk about spiritual nourishment. I want to talk about as Christians how we get fed. I know this is hard to believe, but I am going to tell you a story uh, to start with. That's okay. This this could be a routine. I, I don't know. I think this is my hundredth Sunday uh, or hundred something. So it, it could be a repeat. If it is, I apologize. But I think it it goes well with the message this morning. I don't know if y'all noticed, but I'm a little bit different in a lot of ways. I am. Uh, well, sometimes I do things that are a little bit different. And one night, Rod, Abby, Hayden, who's her fiance, and my niece Darby, were going to Cruise Farm down to Knoxville to get ice cream because ice cream has such nutritional value. <laughs> It's why we were going. I was going to suffer. And as we were going from the parking garage to Gay Street, there was a gentleman who approached me and wanted some money. I don't carry a whole lot of money with me anymore. I had two dollars on me. So I introduced myself to him, and his name was David. I said, look, David, I said, I've only got $2 on me. I said, it's all I've got. I said, but you're welcome to it. But I want you to do something for me. He said, okay. I said, how long has it been since you've had ice cream? He said, I don't know. I said, what's your favorite flavor? And he said, chocolate. I said, me too. I said, I would love for you to come with my family and sit down and have an ice cream with us. And he says, okay. So he goes with us, and uh, we had one of those very nutritional milkshakes and some ice cream and, and, and had conversation with Dave. And... After we finished, we started walking a little bit downtown, and I just started walking and talking to David. I wanted to get to know him a little bit. I gave him $2. I mean, so I wanted to get to know him a little bit. So I'm talking to David, and I realize he's actually from New Orleans. He'd moved here about eight years ago when his mom died. He'd lost both his mom and dad, and uh, he had some other issues. I don't know exactly what brought him to Knoxville, Tennessee, but he had some things that brought him here. So I walked up and down Gay Street, and he told me so much about him. And I, I shared a few things with him, and, and, and we talked, and, and I could tell after talking to him a bit that, that he, had, uh, drank, he had drank more than water that day, and... and I still wanted to talk to him, still wanted to share with him, and we prayed. I opened up prayer, and I prayed with David, just me and David on the side of the street. 
so I prayed. I said, Amen, and David started praying. And kept praying. And prayed the most beautiful prayer I've ever heard in my life. He prayed for everybody. Everybody he knew, he mentioned just about. Except for himself. By the time he prayed, prayed, finished praying, I thought we'd had rest. And I thought, man, this is awesome. And I've got tears in my eyes, and I look up at David. He said, are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm great. I said, you've made my night. I came to get a milkshake, but I got much more. And I talked to him a little bit, and I said, Dave, what do you need out here? It's, it's rough out here. You know, you, what do you need to survive out here on the streets? What can, I, what can I do for you? He said, I don't need anything. And I looked, and he had pants on that would fit a very large man. I said, Dave, let me bring you some pants. Oh, you don't need to do that. You've been so kind, you don't need to do that. I said, no, I want to. I said, what else do you need? And, and he would tell me what he needed. So I went home and packed him a backpack with pants that would fit him, shirts, a Bible, my phone number, and a few other things, some water. But before I left David that night, I looked at him and said, David, I said, you, you know, you, you need to be careful out here. I said, you need to take care of yourself. I said, I, I know you love the Lord. I said, you've blessed me so much in time with me. But do me a favor. Take care of yourself. You have to eat. You have to eat. Eat more than you drink. I didn't want to tell him not to drink because I, I tried to do that with people before. It usually don't work. You know, you need nutrition. Put food in your body every day. If you can't find food, you have my number. But you have to He hugged me. I told him I loved him. We had a meeting place. I was going to take him that backpack the next day because I hadn't gone home and packed it yet. And we met. I went to the meeting place and he wasn't there. He wasn't there. I don't know where he was. So for weeks, I carried that backpack with me. And I went to downtown Knoxville just about every night to see if I could find David. And one night, I had actually been somewhere else doing something else. I'm coming up Cumberland Avenue, and right before I cross Henley Street, I see David. And I gave him that backpack, and I said, David, we were supposed to meet. He said, I didn't think you would come. He said, I didn't think you would be there. I said, I was there. I got my back. He said, you really got me some stuff? I said, yeah, here's your stuff. And, and again, we prayed again. I told him, I said, take care of yourself. Eat. What do you need tonight? But to survive, you have to have nutrition. Eat. Eat more than you drink. If not, you're not going to last long out here. It's been... A few years ago now since that happened, and, and I reflect on that often. 
because I think about David and I think about just what a precious soul David is. And how he touched my life that night. And gave me some of the nourishment that I need to survive as a Christian. People are people. Everybody needs to be fed. As Christians, we need that same nutrition to survive our spiritual life because it's a tough world out here. Who agrees it's a tough world? If you're not ready, if you don't take in, it's hard to survive in a world that wants to destroy you. I want to read Scripture and then we'll continue. And I may reflect back to this story a, a few times, but I hadn't even got started yet. <laughs> so that's good. I try, I try to stay fairly short with most of my sermons because I've, I've done a lot of study on attention spans. And, and what I've learned is that delivering a sermon and drilling for oil If you hadn't hit anything in 20 minutes, so anyway, I go over that. Apologize. So I'm going to read this from First Peter chapter two, verses two through five. Home for the pure spiritual meal. You may grow. The Lord is to him a living stone chosen by precious and God. Like living stones, let yourselves build into to be a holy is acceptable to God. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your word. Lord, thank you for providing us this spiritual nutrition that we, we, we need to survive. Lord, I just pray that uh, as I deliver this lesson this morning, that everyone here and everyone listening receives the nourishment that they need right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Again, we need to have nourishment. I like to eat. I like to eat things that are not so good for me, too. We'll talk about that again in a minute. But again, this morning, what I really want to focus on is this spiritual nutrition. Again, it's all here. Everything we need to know how to live our spiritual life is, is, is already given to us. We just need to feast on it. Feed ourselves. You see, great men, great people of the Bible were noted for private devotions. This morning is how important it is a personal devotion slash scripture slash reflection time, just you and the Lord. 
It's great to come to church. I'm glad you're here. But I cannot feed you enough spiritual food in 20 minutes to last you all week. You're going to get hungry. You're going to need more. You need to find time, again, just in a private place, to have your time with God. Again, all great men and women of the Bible found this time. Isaac meditated in the field that evening. David prayed three times daily and meditated by his bedside. Daniel's custom was to pray three times a day. Private devotions are encouraged by Jesus Christ. The Son of God, our Savior, encourages us to have private devotion time. He had it himself when he was walking on the earth. He sought solitary places early in the morning and late at night to pray and to be with his Father. He counseled his disciples to do the same thing, to have that private time with their Heavenly Father. Again, public and things, but unless you have that private time, your private study of this, you're not going to be fed how you need to be fed. As infants, physically as infants, they depend on their mother or their father to feed them every bite. Infant Christians are the same way. They, de- they depend on somebody to feed them. But as we mature, we require a little more substance than we can get from other people. We have to provide it for ourselves. We have to start eating more nutritious food, and we need to start feeding ourselves. And we do it to draw near to God. We feed ourselves to increase our relationship with the Father and with Jesus Christ. Do you want to grow closer to God? Do you want to look back next week or next month or a year from now? You know what? I am closer to living the life that Christ wants me to live than I was this time last year. In order to do that, we need food. We need more nutritious food than we need food that's not good for us. Because there's plenty of food out here that's not good for us. You don't have to go far to get fed things of the world. You can look at your phone. Even though it's a great device, it does all wonderful things. Or you can look on the internet. You can look anywhere and find things that's going to fill you up that are not good for you. Something. What I'm asking today is the same advice I gave David that night. Fill up with nutrition more than you fill up with junk. Fill up with stuff that's good for you more than you fill your minds and your body destroy you. Because those things are out there. They're, they're not hard to find. But if we're constantly spending that time with our Lord and Savior in this personal prayer time, study time, and we keep feeding ourselves that way, we'll get the nutrients that we need to live the life that He wants us to live. I'm not the most disciplined person. I'm actually fairly ordered. I need order. I am not very organized. I need order. It's not the same. I need to know what's coming next. I need things on my calendar. And now I can adjust. 
I'll tell you the truth. I'm a pastor, and I have trouble sometimes if I don't set the time that I spend my alone time with Christ, I have trouble doing it. If I don't have it on my calendar, I have trouble doing it. And my life turned upside down a few years ago because I changed jobs. I'd been in the same classroom with the same schedule for several years, and I prayed and I meditated at 10.10 every morning in the school year. At 10.10, Monday through Friday, was my prayer time, my alone time with God. And it was in my classroom because that's when my planning period was. Then a few years ago, my schedule got way changed, and it has not been the same any single year since I left that job. So I have to find time to do I need a specific time. So next year when I get my new schedule, because it will be new again, I promise you. I've got to put on my calendar, this is my time. This is my time with the Lord. This is how I feed myself. I listen to a lot of great sermons multiple times throughout the week. I love podcasts. Uh, I, I, I love podcasts. And I'll listen to a sermon on my way to work. I'll listen to it. And if you feed yourselves with those positive things, you'll forget about all the negative in the world, I promise you. The more things you take in that are positive, the more things you take in that are nutritional for your spiritual life, the less of the things that are bad for you take in. And the more, and the more of the things, the more of the things that uh, you need to survive in the world will come to easier when you start taking in more and more nutritional things. Read the Bible, pray, listen to sermons. Feed yourself. We have to receive nourishment if we're going to be stronger. We have to receive nourishment if we're going to be stronger. Again, we've got to find that time and place to give that time to God. I say give that time to God, we're really giving it to ourselves because we're the ones that need to be nourished. If we want to be what God wants us to be, we have to take in that nutrition. We have to take in the nutrition. Matter of fact, the more good stuff you put in your mind, the more good stuff you put in your body, that's what comes out when you need it. When you get into some difficult times. Think about a runner. Think about a runner. We're getting ready to, do, uh, to have the Olympics. Think about a runner. They have to have, be on a fairly good diet to be able to perform the way they perform. Would you all agree with that? They would not be able to do what they do on my diet. It would not work. When they get, instead of being a world-class athlete, when they get to the starting block, they would be a less than world-class athlete, and they wouldn't be able to do it. Whatever we take in is what comes out when we need it. Whatever we take in when we get in desperate times, that's what comes I have a nail sometimes, but I'm better at hitting my thumb. And when I hit my thumb, you know what I say? Praise the Lord. I wish. I wish that's what I said. 
It is usually after I say some other things that I don't want to mention here, but whatever I put in my mind is what comes out. Holly G, something that similar comes out when I hit my thumb. Praise the Lord, don't. What I want to do in my life is I want to take in so much spiritual nourishment that when I hurt so bad, I can still praise the Lord. That's the first thing I think of. Not the thing I think of after I've already messed up. I'm not there yet. I still have to feed myself. I have to engage in prayer, meditation, to praise. Because you can't praise if you don't. You can't praise when you've got more junk in your life and you have things to be praising about. My thumb's hurting just thinking about it. But when we pray, when we pray, we need to be thankful for our blessings. We need to confess our sins. We need to pray for strength to turn away from our sins. And we need to pray for each other. When David, that night in downtown Knoxville, prayed, he prayed for, he named so many people, including me and my family, but he never prayed for himself. Don't know what all David's been through in his life. He told me some, but I don't know. But when it came right down to it, he may not be getting the nutrients that he needs spiritually on the street at the moment, but it's there. He's been fed somewhere. And when he was in, in dire need, and he said to me, it came out. I want to be like David. Not that I want to be on the street, but when it seems that I have nothing, I want to be able to praise the Lord. When I'm hurting, I want to be able to praise the Lord. I want to be able to praise the Lord in, in my meditation time. I want to be able to sing and praise the Lord, but I'll have to do that in my private time, I promise. Not for me, but for you. But we need to praise Him in song. He's praiseworthy. We need to give him the glory for the good things in our lives. We need to rely on him when we're going through the tough things in our lives. You see, we talk to God through prayer praise. And we need to listen to him through his word and through other people. We need to listen to him. He will give us directions. He has a job for us. He has purpose in our lives. Just like those pencils have a purpose. Everything that pencil needs is right there. Everything we need is here. Everything we need, the Lord has blessed us with. We just need to be sharpened. We need to be nourished. We need to know what this says to be able to help other people. You see, we live in a world full of sin. It's easy to fill our lives with things that are not good for us. It's easy to pull away from God. What I want to encourage you this morning to do is to draw near to Him. He hasn't gone anywhere. We move away, but He hasn't gone anywhere. He's still there. 
You see, we need to make room for Him in our private lives. We need to walk closer to Him every day. We need to receive strength through His Word, through this, new, this biblical uh, nutrition, this spiritual nutrition that I'm telling you about. Last week we talked about another David. We talked about David that's a man after God's own heart. If David needed to spend time alone with God, and God called him a man after his own heart, I promise you I need some alone time with God. If you're not taking that alone time to be with your Lord and Savior, I'm going to pray for you this week. And I appreciate you praying time. Find that time we so desperately need to give us the nourishment that we require. To be able to do the work that God has for us. I pray for everybody who has not, does not have a committed relationship with Jesus Christ. They come to that committed relationship today. And they realize, hey, I need something more than the world's offering me. I need something more than this disappointment out here. I, that, that's out here that's so easy to get. I'm telling you, it's available. It's available. And the Lord is welcoming you with open arms right now. He wants you to come here to him. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, again, just thank you so much for, uh, for saving my soul, first of all, Lord. Just thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to feed myself spiritually. Lord, I, I, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me for the times that I should be taking in this spiritual nutrition. I'm doing other things. I pray that I, I come to walk closer to you each day. And the only way I can do that is through your word and through some alone time with you, Lord. I just pray that, that I make that commitment to do that this morning. Lord, I pray for everybody who's listening or who is here who don't have that relationship with you. Lord, I pray that they come to that knowing relationship of you. For ones that um, have a relationship with you that, that maybe have been eating a little bit of junk food, taking in a few things that are not quite as good for them as they need. Lord, I just pray that they make a commitment to take in the nutrition that you provided for us. And I pray this all in the name of Jesus. Amen.